I don't know, I just woke up from a little nap, it's a little dark, but you guys silly? I'm still gonna send it. <laughs>
the players that matter did well. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mario to Deion Lewis, that's going to be something to watch all year. That was, it's, Deion Lewis is unfucking real with how quick he is. He is. He's a beast. Um, our first team offense, I have no complaints whatsoever. Um, I think they're going to be great this year. The, we saw some of the stuff, you know, uh, we're a couple minutes, five, six minutes in now, and we're going to mention Terry Rubisky. Fuck you, Terry Rubisky. Piece of shit. Um, when you, you see how whenever you have a competent head coach that doesn't have his thumb up his ass the whole time, you can actually make a screenplay work. So that was nice to see. Um, like we said last week, vanilla Matt LaFleur is better than playoff. Rubisky, so that is 100% correct. Um, and it, it was really nice to see actually a wide receiver screen that worked because <laughs> it wasn't to Eric fucking Decker. Oh, yeah, you know, we, we haven't seen any gimmicks with um 35 year old white guys or uh screens or um uh, jet sweeps with Harry Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about those, I blocked those out. Like, I, I mean, I forgot those were a thing. I'm not an NFL player. I'm not even close to an NFL player. But I genuinely think I could have executed a jet sweep better than Harry Douglas. <laughs> well, Harry Douglas is also like 87 years old. so. And he's also unemployed, which is where he should be. <laughs> oh, Trying to get some food stamps for Harry Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag food stamps Harry Douglas. Um, <clears throat> so the, the offense did a little hurry up, and it was fucking deadly. And I, I think... One thing that we're going to see that we didn't see last year is Mario in a hurry up calling his own plays. Because yeah, he should be. He's That's fucking, obviously what he's most comfortable. Exactly. Um, Mike Malarkey was very against going no huddle because you didn't want to do it too much because the defense might figure out what's going on. No, they're not, dumbass. It's not going to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know what they are, you know what they are figuring out? They are figuring it out when you're going to run up the middle on a third and ten, you fucking tard. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, it's 4th and 20. Let's do a fake fucking punt, you fucking moron. Oh, I hate Mike Malarkey. Anyway. Oh, I fucking hate Mike Malarkey, Terry Bisky. Um, but I, get, I completely agree with your sentiment. Uh, this coaching staff seems like they are going to Marcus. I guarantee if you ask Marcus behind the scenes, he'd be like, oh, yeah, those guys last year were fucking tards. This staff actually makes me feel comfortable. And, uh. It's, I kind of like how Mike Vrabel's like a tough guy, but he's like a player's coach. So it seems like uh, he kind of – he's not one of those coaches that like like Wizenhunt where it's like you have to listen you, – you he makes the players fit his scheme. He doesn't revolve his scheme around the players. And these coaching staff – this coaching staff seems to be the complete opposite. They just try to do what is best for the players. Yeah, we got, we got Taewon Taylor actually doing Taewon Taylor things and not fucking – trying to run up in the slot and fucking run post routes across the middle getting fucking blasted. Yeah, we got a so we got a we got a 5 foot 9 170 pound wide receiver. Let's let's run him straight down the fucking field and triple cup and throw it to him. Yeah, it's... that's a great idea. God. <laughs> oh man. Um on on the good news, on the good side of this, uh Derrick Henry ran the ball exceptionally well. Um except for I think one one dro- one run, but it's going to happen, you know. So I think Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis duo is going to be fucking unreal this year. So. Yeah, I love it. It's probably the best part of our team. Exactly. Defense. Yeah, defense. Ryan, uh, Logan Ryan, Kevin Byard. Obviously, they're still good. So they had that nice little pass breakup going down the field. Very, very good. I love our secondary. Secondary is 
fucking wonderful. Uh, I saw today they moved Kenny Vaccaro up to starting strong safety, so it's official now. That's our starting yep. strong and safety. Also, um, just while we're on the secondary, Kalen Reed got put on IR today. So that's actually very, I know that might not sound very interesting, but it is interesting because now I have no fucking clue who the fifth corner is going to be because um, the only other corner we really have is Rico Gafford. And uh, he did make a nice play, though. I don't know if you saw that or not because it was third four, it was one third or fourth quarter. He actually made a nice pass breakup uh, over the middle. So, I mean, maybe Rico Gafford will be that fifth corner. I don't know. Or maybe we'll sign somebody else. But, uh, yeah, Kalen Reed's out for the year. Yeah, maybe they'll bring somebody else off the streets. Um, I, I saw they re-signed the uh, the guy they let go last week. So yeah, I don't know fucking why he got burnt like toast. <laughs> yeah, not not pleasant to see him. He was the equivalent of how badly burnt he was. It was just like a ginger going to the beach with no sunscreen at all and just standing out there yeah, for days. Exactly. It was not pleasant Perfect to comparison. watch. Perfect comparison. <laughs> the uh, and then. Go ahead. Oh yeah, and I was just gonna say uh, our run defense was a little washy, but we Fake. were yeah we're, we were missing. Um, Woodyard wasn't playing. Rashawn Evans still isn't playing. Um, so it's, I think stuff on that will probably work itself out. Yeah, I'm I'm not too concerned about it, but you know it is something to keep an eye on currently. So. Even when we sucked really bad, our defense our run defense is pretty good. Yeah, like we usually figure that out. Um, not too worried about that. Like I said, I don't think either one of us are worried about our starting defense at all. Um, although our second team defense, Jameis Winston treated them like they were Uber drivers and <laughs> just completely bent them over. Um, yeah, that wasn't really fun to see. But then again, it was a second, third team, so don't really care all that much. Yeah. Uh, everyone's really hyped for Jameis doing really well against fucking second and third team players. He he, play, he basically played with most of his starting offense, so I'm not really fucking concerned yeah. about it. No, I'm not at all. Um, we don't have to play Jameis until I think next year is when we play him in the regular yeah. season. So he might not even be on the team by then. No, so he'll probably be playing for like fucking Miami or some shit next year. So yep, yeah. The uh, the red zone defense though that was a sight to behold. Every, the J- or, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, sorry, could march down the field but as soon as he got into the red zone. The Titans' defense basically hunkered down and, and only allowed six points. So, yeah, it's almost like almost as good as our red zone offense. Yeah, I mean, red zone offense is untouchable for the Titans. So. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, Honor Landry did beast phenomenal things. Going to the Hall of Fame, calling it again. Still going. So. Hey, it's a bold prediction. It's. And 20 years, when he's in the Hall of Fame, y'all come back to this podcast, and you heard it here first. So, Or you can light me up for it. I probably won't remember, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, well. it's You got you know, you to make predictions in life. Yeah. Uh, It'll be bold. I, I know you have a guy who you want to talk about, old Sharif Finch. I love Sharif Finch. Other than Harold Landry, he's my favorite uh, defensive rookie. I think he's a beast. I think that there's no possible reason there's no possible way i can foresee him not making the 53-man roster i mean you could duct tape one of his hands behind his back and he'd be better than kevin daughter aaron wallace and all them so he's definitely a lock in my opinion i think he's a beast and i love his story you know he uh just lost his dad and then he came out there and played like a beast 
So I really, really want him to make the team. And then also Julius Wormsley, defensive lineman. I really want him to make the team too because he's been working his ass off. He's been playing really well. He had a top five grade on from PFF the other night. So, And we need defensive line depth. So anybody that steps up and plays good on the line is going to be valuable to us. Yeah, the defensive line is – it. I mean, you have Jarrell Casey leading that, so you're not too concerned about it, but you would like to see some other players actually step up. Yeah, Benny Logan and uh, Daquan have looked all right, but you have – I mean, other than those three, what do you have? I mean, you have Austin Johnson who still hasn't really proven anything, and then after that it's a bunch of no-names. So any production you get out of that is good. Exactly. Um. Now, Nick Williams. I know we're on defense, but I just want to jump back to Nick Williams. The man had a fucking outstanding game one. Um, game two, not necessarily the best. But he was still there. He still made a couple little plays. Nothing nothing great. Um, he dropped an open pass from uh, Blaine Gabbert that he should have caught. Yeah. Are, are you, do you still think he's going to make this team? Or do you think some, one of the rookies is going to come in and uh, take his spot? I do. I think. I mean, Darius Jennings had a had a quiet game again too. Uh, Darius Jennings had a really great game one, and last week he didn't do a whole lot. But I I still think in my gut I still feel like Darius Jennings and Nick Williams are going to make going to make the team just simply because Campanero hasn't done shit since he's been here because he's he's hurt all the time. So I don't think he he should be on the roster. And then Devin Ross, one of the rookies, fumbled and looked pretty bad, so he's not making the team. Uh, Cameron Batson shown flashes, but it seems like all he is is a kick returner, so he's not going to make the team, I don't think. So I think really Jordan Vesey has been a ghost. I haven't heard anything from him. So really I think it's going to come down to Deontay Burnett or Nick Williams battling out for that last spot. Yeah, uh, they might actually keep more receivers than we're thinking because Rashard Matthews, is, except for the one day where he came out and ran a couple routes, um, has been MIA, and we won't know anything about it. So, well, if he starts the season off um, on the pup, then we would keep six guys. I'm assuming we'd keep six, not counting Rashard. And then whenever Rashard gets active, that the last guy would probably be put on the practice squad, cut and put on the practice squad. Yeah. I would assume that's how they're going to do it, unless they, because I don't think they'll run. In, I don't think they're going to Miami with only five receivers. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, that's asking a lot of those. Because you'll basically have Taewon Taylor, Corey Davis, Tajay Sharp, um, and then Nick Williams, Darius Jennings. So that's asking a lot from two guys who you weren't really expecting to produce a lot this year. Yeah, because, I mean, the fourth receiver on the team is going to see the field. Exactly. I mean, so especially nowadays with all the three wide receiver sets that everybody uses. So I don't don't see them going into the season with just five receivers. I I think that they'll keep six. And then, like, maybe, like, if Matthews is still hurt for a couple of weeks, we'll activate him, and then they'll cut one of them. But I think Nick Williams is still in a good position. Um, he probably could have locked up a spot if he had another great game. But I think he's still probably going to make it. I just think they're probably looking for a little bit more. Without a doubt, they are. Um, and according to Paul Kaharski, the, uh, Tajay Sharp is actually working on special teams, which is notable because he hasn't done that since he's been here. So I mean, I'm gonna assume that's probably not a good sign. Yeah, it, if you're if you didn't work special teams before, now all of a sudden they're like, hey, work special teams. You might be 
don't get me wrong, he is all, he is one of the best 53, but if you feel like you can get better production out of a rookie for less, then why would you keep talking? That, I mean, that makes me start to think that either either one, I mean, because if he's working on special teams, that means that they're either he's either going to be the last receiver on the team, or he's probably not making the team because they're giving chances to other guys. I'm thinking that if 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 they keep keep him on special teams, that, that either that means they're they're going to go out a veteran, or they they really like what they have from the rookies in camp. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because. I think everybody kind of had Tajay penciled in as like the three or third or fourth receiver on the team. And if he's not even running with the ones or twos, that can't be good. Yeah, don't don't go say signing a veteran because we're going to get the uh, Des Bryant to Tennessee started up again. So <laughs> Who, mm, I thought even, that ship was a, Yeah, He's not even good enough to get signed by Cleveland. Like Cleveland was like, mm, no, nah, thanks. No, thanks. Hey, Cleveland's got some good wide receivers, man. That, that's true. I mean, they got uh, Jarvis Landry, who's good for a thousand catches and eight hundred yards a year. Um, you got <laughs> something like that. Yeah. You got Flash Gordon back, who, uh, you know, out here smoking weed, but dude can ball. So why do we care? I mean, more players smoke weed than than people know. So exactly. I don't care about that. Yeah, it's not a big deal to me. But you know, the old old school people are like, oh, weed, stand for the anthem. Relax, princesses. We're not going yeah. to that. Yeah, some retard, you know, you know, Billy Bob Johnson, you know, probably in Gallatin probably wouldn't like that too much if we had a player like that. But you know what? Who cares? I'm, I'm still of the mindset that uh, if you can help the team win, I don't care if you murder puppies in your off time. If you can help, if you can help the team win, I want you on the team. So what I'm getting at is you're okay with Michael Vick becoming a Titan, right? If he could win it, get us to the Super Bowl, <laughs> he could murder my dog. <laughs> oh, I don't even put my dog up for that, but I see where you're coming from. Akram <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wadley. Man, last week, he got my hopes up. I fell in love. And then I think they just wanted to give uh, Dalen Dawkins, I think is his name, some more runs so he didn't really play yeah. a whole lot. But the whole flu season, flu season started early. Yeah, old flu season got going. Um, so I think it's not as clear cut as I was saying last week with Akron Wadley and flu season. So I would like to see that's what's going to happen next week with him. Yeah, that's a uh, interesting thing to watch. I think Dalen Dawkins will make the practice squad. Um, but I don't think I just don't see the Titans keeping four running backs. Um, flu and I'm cautious about Fluellen. I would, I still would rather have Wadley. I think just because you don't know what you're getting with Fluellen, you know what you're getting. Um, he's never going to be great. You know, Wadley could be a contributor in the NFL potentially. I mean, you never know. So yeah, I see Wadley more towards like Dion Lewis and this yeah. season more like a uh, like a great value Demarco Murray. So. Exactly. Yeah, because he's not a receiving back at all. Yeah, so personally, I would rather keep Wadley. Um, that's just me. Other people probably want to keep Flu Season just because of the shitty nickname he has. So. <laughs> one yeah, thing, so. One thing they need to do is just fucking cut Luke Falk. The man. The man underthrows oh. people. Yeah, just cut Luke Falk. I've changed my <laughs> mind. I've changed my mind. Just cut him. Just cut him. I don't give a shit. He's fucking trash. The dude is underthrowing receivers. Like. I don't have the strongest arm, but I play quarterback for like the flag football team on base, and 
I'm willing to bet I could hit receivers better than Luke Falk can. And I didn't play Luke Washington Luke Falk State. has a Luke Falk has a little house on the prairie arm. He throws <laughs> like a fucking little girl, and it pisses me off. Just his throwing motion. I just picture when he throws, he's just like, eh. Like, I picture that's the noise he makes. It's a very and feminine women's tennis grunt as he throws I know. It. And I, I feel like you're right. Honestly, if we cut him, I don't give a fuck. Because nobody's going to, they're going to watch, they're going to be like, oh, uh, Tennessee cut a six-round draft pick quarterback. Let's watch some film on him. Then they're going to watch some film on him, and they're going to be like, no, never mind, this guy fucking sucks. And nobody's going to claim him, and he's going to go on a practice squad. Just... They'll probably sign him to the practice squad, let's be honest. Um, but Luke Falk should not be on the final 53 for the Tennessee Titans. No, and if we only keep two quarterbacks, we can keep somebody else. So, Yeah, it's – yeah. Oh, Johnu Smith. Man got blown up in, in one uh, run play, but then he, he had a couple catches. Um, so he needs to get better with blocking. I think that's kind of where we both are with Johnu Smith. Yeah, he's a good, he'll be good. Um, he's just he needs to work on his blocking. I mean, I think everybody agrees that he has all the, he's like a mini Delaney when it comes to the receiving part of it. Exactly. Somebody else needs to step up their game because I went out and started the Anthony Ferkser fan Ferkser. club. I knew you were coming there. <laughs> and started the Anthony Ferkser <laughs> uh, fan club, and he's just not performing so. Don't make me return my jersey, man. I don't want to do it. I don't have her jersey yet. Yeah, come on. Pro Shop needs to unfuck themselves. But yeah, yeah. Anthony Ferkser, man, come on. You have this is the only podcast in the whole entire fucking world <laughs> that supports you, and you're gonna let us down. Don't do it. Don't do it, Anthony. And I know he's gonna see this. He has to. Well, listen to it. If he sees listen it, to then it. it's gonna be weird. That would be very weird. Yeah, don't come to my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Anthony, if you show up at my house, dude, we're gonna have some problems. Um, mm. My dog won't attack you because she's a bitch. But don't come here, Anthony. I'm cheering for you, but don't come to my house. All the way in New fucking Mexico. It's beautiful out here in West Texas. It is beautiful. Out there. It's it's all the same, really. West Texas, New Mexico. Don't worry about it. Uh, so you want to jump <laughs> over to the uh, the Pittsburgh game? One little nugget before we go to that. The my best friend in sports, ah uh, yes, um, got signed to the Atlanta Falcons, and he's gonna win that job because he uh, they actually waived the other fullback on the on that was on the roster. So, deuces, buddy. Nudie's rolling in town. Yep, and he's taking fucking names. It's nudie season. Nudie season in Atlanta. And people it. people might not know this. People might not know this, but the Falcons are Nudie's favorite team. Like that's who he grew up rooting for. Um, he's from Alabama, so it's the closest team to him. He's he was always a huge Falcons fan growing up. So I'm excited for him. He's gonna make the most of it. I know he is. And uh, his hamstring injury cleared up. That's he was waived injured in Seattle because his hamstring hamstring strain. So now that he's fully healthy. He got scooped up right away and he's ready to take some names this year yeah nudie nudie's gonna do great down in atlanta i can i can feel it in my bones yep yeah so tennessee plays pittsburgh i believe it's at 2 p.m or 3 p.m sorry um saturday and we should see 
probably the starters for a full half, uh-huh. I would assume. Um, yeah, kind of the dress. I'm going to assume Marcus plays at least. Marcus is at least going to play four drives because he played two, so I'm assuming he's going to play four this time. Yeah, I would, I would like to see Marcus, you know, kind of do what he did in the second drive and the first drive of the first game. Um, so I would like to see yep. that happen. And I think that, um, you know, you probably won't see a whole lot of Derrick Henry or Deion Lewis, I'm sure, because this will be a big game for Dalen Dawkins and uh, Wadley and Flewellen, which it's kind of cool now, though, because a couple years ago you had um, to where usually the cuts would be coming after this game. You know, you would go from 90 to 75 after this game, yeah. and then after the last game you'd go from 75 to 53. But this year they're just doing all the cuts at once. So everybody gets to stay on the roster until after the fourth game. So this game is really important for those kind of like fringe roster guys because the fourth game is going to be just a shit show. So this game is kind of a kind yeah. of a last chance, really, because I would say that this game is probably the last chance for David Flewellen to make an impression because I doubt he's going to get a lot of play in the fourth game, too. I'm sure the fourth, the fourth game will be a lot of undrafted free agents trying to get tape out there, you know. So, it's, I think that's what I'm just looking for in this game. I'm just looking to see what uh, some of those fringe roster guys are going to do. Yeah, I, I would I would very much like to see Henry and Lewis, you know, for at least a full quarter out there to see kind of what we're going to get out of them and the offense. Um, I think our deep uh, – hopefully, uh, we'll see Woodyard practice today, Monday. Mm-hmm. So, we should see him back out there. Oh, um, speaking of that, somebody else practiced today, huh? Yeah, yeah, somebody else, um, and I, I believe a Rackpo was out. I'm not. I saw a Rackpo's name on Twitter. I'm not sure what it was for. Um, no, yeah, I, I was talking about Crookshank because. Uh, oh yeah, Crookshank. I'm sorry. No, you're good. That's a um, pretty big deal for me because I'm actually the you know you founded the you filed the LLC for the Anthony Furser fan club and I filed one for the Dan Crookshank fan club. Um, <laughs> Because I love Dan Crookshank, he's a beast. And I have, I, th- I actually thought of a cool fantasy football name. Um, you know, the movie Shawshank Redemption, the yep. Crookshank Redemption. Oh, so it's good. Yeah, I like there that. we go. There we go. Yeah, my boy's back at practice, so that's always good to see. And Arakpo should be back soon too. So yeah, we should we should be getting our defense. I think most of our defense will start playing well, week one. I don't. Maybe, oh, maybe Rashawn oh, yeah. Evans is going to be out. Nobody's fucking knowing what's going on with him. I'd like to see him back in practice, though, soon. Evans and Arakpo might not be ready week one, and Matthews is probably not going to be ready week one. But other than that, I think we'll be pretty healthy starting off. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be good. Who is there? Any, is there anybody you want to see perform well in the Pittsburgh game? That, that well, hasn't performed Mar- well so far? Okay, yeah. I was about to say, if you, obviously... Mariota, because obvious. Um, but, you know, somebody that hasn't done a lot lately. I, I just still, the back, I want to see, I really want Dante Burnett to have a good game just because I want to uh, have some, I don't know what the word would be, closure, I guess, as to who the last wide receiver is going to be, because I really want somebody to step up, because we're so desperate for wide receivers. We just can't keep, we can't get good ones. So, Deontay Burnett. And then I want to see if Akram Wadley can take a job away from Flew Allen because he's way more interesting than Flew Allen. So I'd like to see him on the team. 
And then obviously on the defense, my boy Sharif Finch, I want him to keep doing well. He's he's been destroying it though. Um, I don't think that Michael Butler will play probably, um, but you know as long as he doesn't get burnt, that's fine. And also I want to also one more thing I want to see is I want to see if anybody if any of the backup corners that have been getting abused for two weeks if any of them will step it up and play a little bit better now that Kalen Reed's out for the year. So that, that's what I'm looking for. And obviously, like, Blaine Gabbert didn't do that bad this week. He did it better than he did the first time. But, I mean, come on. He needs to play a little better. I just want to see him play a little better. So that's terrible if Marcus gets hurt. Because the way – but what I'm seeing so far, I'm, I'm going to think that we're probably going to go 1-15 if Marcus gets hurt. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, pro- probably 2-14. Two and, I need two and to 14. see some. We'll beat the Jags. That's without a doubt. I just want to see a backup quarterback step up and make some plays. And I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Falk. So I guess it has to be Blaine Gabbert. So. Yeah. Really, really the one person I'm, or I guess two people I'm kind of looking at, um, Will Compton. See, I want to see him actually mm-hmm. step up. Because um, we're not sure when Rashawn Evans is coming back. Hopefully week one, but probably not. Um, I mean, Jayon Brown is fucking solid. I would actually yeah. hit him on him. Jalen Brown had a fucking phenomenal game. So um, mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to see Will Compton step up this week going into Pittsburgh. And then obviously Ferkser, you know, my boy. Mm-hmm. Ferkser, come on, man. I need you to have a phenomenal game here, make the team, and take over Stalker's spot. So. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then. Oh, go ahead. Um. I don't want to see, because Ben Roethlisberger's not going to play, so I really don't want to see our secondary get torched by Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs. Yeah, secondary needs to have a solid game. Um, If they don't, then that's going to be a little concerning, because you should not be getting beat by Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs. I understand we have a lot of Tennessee Volunteers fans on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, As a disclaimer, I'm not one, so I don't really give a shit about Josh Dobbs. The man's not that good of an NFL quarterback, so I'm going to be a rocket scientist and do that. I'd probably be better at that, so. <laughs> um, and just to touch on it, since we kind of hit it, we will talk about other sports on this podcast. It's just there's fucking dick all going on right now outside of Tennessee Titans football, so. Yeah, and it's not just, uh, like, we won't be just doing uh, Titans stuff either it'll be kind of like just in general tennessee sports so yeah but uh you want to call it a show there man let's do it all right thanks guys for listening to the sad national sports podcast y'all have a good one